0: ESPN 94.1 FM at 8930 present
1: The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now,
2: never FDIC. It is Monday, November 4th. Your drive begins now on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite holds great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Well, we're back once again here at the Union Pump and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington of course, joining me here today, the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh. And Dave knows what it is. He knows what it's about. Every Monday here yep. at the Union Pub and Grill, we've got them for you all day, every day, every night on Monday. Every day, every Monday. Yes. You like that? Something like that. You like how I caught that <laughs> real quick? I'd run herbie out of business if it was every day but on Mondays <laughs> yeah. it would be it would be behoove you to come yes. down here $2 call shots $1.50 domestic bottles that is every Monday here at the Union pub and grill and while you're here um actually take advantage of the grill part yes uh, cuz um anytime you get down here you can order anything yeah on the menu and it's very good even the keith morehouse
0: yes you're lobbying for your whatever, uh, oh. but that's another day. Yeah,
2: my name will be on this menu yeah, one day. One that's day. my goal. But uh, the Keith Morehouse, which is your traditional sloppy Joe. You want a sloppy Joe? You get the Keith Morehouse okay. here at the Union Pump and Grill. I
0: think we're partial to the CC, cheese curds. They, we uh, fell in those a couple we, weeks we ago. We like those. And you uh, – you took a liking to them. We you like took those.
2: A we do like those. Okay. Uh, we, we got a sports show to do. We can't sit here and talk about, about the food. menu all day. I mean, no. That's another
0: channel. Another yeah, that's
2: day. another that's another co-worker <laughs> here we, we work with. We, right. We've we got to get into the show today because coming up on the program, we're going to, of course, talk about Marshall's victory. They go to Texas. No problem there. Yeah. They take care of business against Rice. Uh, we're going to hear from Isaiah Green. We're going to hear from Brendan Knox. We're going to hear from Kobe Cumberlander also. At five fifteen, we're going to turn our attention to Marshall women's basketball yep, because it's here. Tony Kemper is going to check in with us. We'll talk to him about the, the squad's matchup with Kentucky Christian, and of course, soccer making big news yesterday. So we'll get into all yes, of that, and of course, your phone calls. And we're going to give you an opportunity to win tickets today to go see coming up here very soon. Chris Young at the Big Sandy Superstore Arena on Saturday, November. 16th. I'm sorry, 15th. Got my dates wrong here. Yeah. November 16th. Right. Because Herd, Marshall football that yeah, night. the Herds playing on Friday. So right. on, on the 16th, I'm going to give you an opportunity to win Chris Young tickets. That's so right. Here's You'll what you got to do. Here's what you got to do, Dave. All right. You can't, you can't win. You're I'm not eligible. You're okay. not eligible. I wouldn't know it anyway. We've got for you, we've lined up our daily underdog. That's right. We're going to tell you about our underdog pick today. And you've got to know what that underdog pick is when we call for it later on this evening. So, if you're paying attention now, you've got an opportunity to win these tickets. And you've got to know what that pick is. My underdog pick of the day, we got Monday Night Football. I'm going with the Giants as my underdog today. That's a good pick. Because... I think they can beat them, that's but a, they're in the underdog up. role. I, I like the Giants. I'm going to go with them as my underdog.
0: Yep. Even with the quarterback, whatever, the, uh, that's a good choice.
2: Good choice. I think they might beat them straight up, too. So, but the underdog would be fine. So remember that, because I'm not going to tell you again. Yes. You've got to know when we call for it. The underdog of the day, and that's the New York Giants. So if you want to win Chris Young tickets to the Big Sandy Superstore Arena on November 16th, we're going to give you a pair. Yep. But you got to know the underdog of the day, and it's New York Giants. So uh, now that you know, be listening for caller nine later on this hour. But we got business to attend to first and foremost. Let's get into Marshall football. Yep. They go to Texas, Dave, and take, take care, care of business.
0: business. Exactly. Everybody kept talking trap game. Nope, didn't have anything to do with it. Nothing fancy. Sharp in the first first half, took the lead, got 3-0, zero. Second half, twenty to seven. Now they wanted was a w and get out of there. Now they got. Th- uh, an extended period of time to get ready for La Tech, which on their side has a busy time. North Texas this week, then Marshall, then UAB. they got three toughies coming up.
2: By the way, Charlotte's the trap game. Go ahead. Just yes. uh, I'm going to tell you right afterwards, now. That's yeah. That's the trap game. At it's least Charlotte, that's what I've heard on the Internet. That's yeah. the trap game. Yeah. But La Tech has got three tough games coming up. Marshall's in the driver's seat. They, after week one, Doc Holliday and the team said, look, we got our destiny in our hands still. Got to be 1-0 every week. Yep. 1-0 every week. Mike Hamrick even said it. Uh, I was listening <laughs> to him uh, during one of his interviews uh, during a uh, pregame yeah. a few weeks ago, and he said, I don't think there's going to be a team that's not going to have uh, a perfect record. There's not going to be a perfect record team in yeah. either division. Mm-mm. He doesn't see it happening. And he was right. Marshalls now where they went out. They don't have to worry about anything else. They're going to the championship game. And if they can beat La Tech and La Tech takes care of their business on the west side, guess what? Marshall's going to play host to the Louisiana Tech squad again, probably.
0: Exactly. We'll be uh, sitting at the stadium instead of at uh, Roosters for that day.
2: I'm okay with that. I can handle that. As long as I get some takeout from Roosters and (laughs) take it over to um, Jones-C. we go. I wonder if they would cater.
0: But uh, it's quite a comeback from uh, about a month ago when uh, Cincinnati men handled them. They had a trip up at the middle. Natives got a little restless. Doc says we take care of the ball. We'll be fine. And uh, they've taken care of the ball, and they're
2: fine. Natives always get restless. Yes. Everybody gets restless. restless. I mean, do you blame the fans for getting restless, no. though? They lost to Cincinnati. I mean, they, we got, saw, that was ugly. they got smacked by Cincinnati. And you're going to hear from the players a little bit later on. They realized maybe they weren't up enough. They didn't maybe do what they needed to. In that bye week mm-hmm. so they're refocused they know okay yeah. we got to do this right they know what's on the line right so you're going to hear from them a little bit later on yeah because everybody kept saying
0: hope they do better on a
2: two-week prep than they did the last time because the last time was a
0: disaster two weeks to get ready for cincinnati and it didn't look like they did anything and they're hang over the next week when you get 600 yards and only 13 points but from that point on want to know every week and uh They've got control, again, of their own destiny.
2: Yeah, well, they got to win the off week, and then they got to get into jones Edwards Stadium. There's going to be a lot of motion in that yeah. game this week because um, even though they've got two weeks, um, really for them it's just a prolonged game week, mm-hmm. and they're going to get back to practice on Wednesday. They've got a couple of days. They're going to be doing film study, and uh, they will Saturday, I'm sure, watch the big one between uh, La Tech and North Texas. Right. That's going to be fun for them because they're going to get to scout that game a little early, see some tendencies. Yeah. La Tech can't even focus on Marshall until no, after that game. And no. they get a short turnaround because it's a yeah. Friday game.
0: Yeah, it's a Friday game. And they have to turn right around and play UAB short week the other way. So they're, they're in a tough bind right now.
2: Yeah. So the Thundering Herd is in a good spot. All Marshall has to do is take care of business against Tech and then beat Charlotte and then beat FIU. And you've got it. You've got the East Division. You and then an extra home game probably. More than likely, you're probably going to end up in a pretty decent bowl. Yeah. Now, yeah, because everybody last week used to scream
0: bowl eligible. That doesn't fly anymore. Big deal. They, they're, they're thinking bigger and better things.
2: You know what's a bigger deal? You're like. not bowl eligible. To me, if you don't make bowl eligibility, that's yeah. a bigger deal to me than you yeah, making right bowl now, eligibility. Yeah, because right
0: now enough bowls out there, you really got to play your way out of one.
2: Everybody gets a bowl, <laughs> it feels like these days. Yeah. So, big win for the Thundering Herd, of course. So, we're going to talk about that more. We'll hear from the players later on. Also, uh, we will not overlook soccer. Soccer beating Kentucky, a 1-0 result. Record crowd over yeah. 2,000 to watch Marshall Soccer. Yeah. Two nationally ranked teams going at it. Did you imagine that a few years ago? Nobody imagined that. Well,
0: I was looking at the itineraries and and programs and stuff, and uh, they had box scores of all the other Marshall home games. I don't think they had over 600 people at any game, home game. And then this one was like, dude, 2032, and I mean, there were standing room only. They didn't even sell tickets. They now, were sold out. They,
2: uh, they did it have was sold out. They did have some, um, some big crowds a few weeks ago as well. So yeah. no, yeah, they've had more than 600. Yeah, I can, I can vouch to that.
0: But this was unbelievable, and you kept waiting, waiting. Kentucky had some chances, didn't capitalize. Marshall won, and then. The goal that, that ended up being the game winner was I asked the player after the game how the ball got through. He says, I don't know. I didn't see it, but it went in the net, and that's all that matters.
2: That's all that matters. Yep. Marshall wins, and they continue on. They've got a, a big matchup. Uh, we're going to talk to Chris Grassy tomorrow. He's going to be on the program. Yep. We'll look ahead to what's up for the herd the rest of the way, but that's coming up tomorrow. Tony Kemper's going to join us on the other side of the break. We're going to hear from him, talk Marshall women's basketball. When we continue, we're broadcasting live from the Union Pub and Grill. We hope you can join us here at 1125-4000. Avenue in Huntington. We've got more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM
1: 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
2: We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. Every Monday, you can join us here at eleven twenty-five Fourth Avenue in Huntington. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. And uh, today, uh, we have with us now. He's not here at the Union, no. but um, he's, he's close. Uh, he's close. He's on the phone. He's the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper, and he now joins us on the program. And uh, coach, uh, tomorrow night, uh, you get things started. I know you're excited.
1: Yeah, no question. I mean, it, I a little bit surprised that it's here already, but it is. And um, you know, I'm definitely excited to get this group going, and I think they are too. So it's good to it's good to get a chance to start at home and. Um, you know, I know we're going to have a group that's excited to get back in the Henderson Center and uh, you know start to build towards what I hope is a is a really successful year.
2: What are you most excited for the uh, the challenge? Uh, you've got so many players coming back. Uh, you know, where does it begin with you?
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. I mean, I, I, I'm really excited about this team. I think that there's a there's a really good mix of uh, of talented uh, people with a lot of experience, and then there's some there's some youth and excitement and and talent in uh, in the new group that came in, and we're we're exactly split right down the middle. Basically, we're we're uh, eight returners and seven new ones. And, um, I'm I'm very excited because I think the returners know have a have a better idea of what it takes to win, and I, I'm I've been impressed with their ability to kind of portray that to the new ones. And then I think when you know when you come watch us practice, there we're we're making some things happen with that new group as far as just. Ability to play and impact the game of basketball—they're—they're they're really there. And when they get up to speed um, schematically to what we want to do, I think that I think the chance for this this group to come together and have a have a pretty good year is there.
2: Do you um, are you at the point now where you've got the right balance, the right mix of veteran leadership, youth coming in here—is it finally close to what you've envisioned?
1: I, I think we're getting there. I mean, you know, that I think that's a little bit maybe hard to answer right now i definitely think this group has the potential to um you know and it it probably uh i talk in coach speak a little bit quite often but i i think we don't know yet you know i think that's fair but i i do like this group and i think this group has the ability to to accomplish a lot of really good things here you know i think we're every bit as we have we definitely have the roster depth that we had a year ago um you know i think how we we lost a lot of scoring and I do believe that we've replaced it with enough. They have to learn how to do that together, you know. And it's—I've been on a couple shows and had some interviews here lately that it's not unlike exactly what the men are going through. You know, I, I think that Coach D'Antoni feels like he's got a lot of talent over there, but it is going to be different, and how they mesh all that stuff together, um, you know, will will certainly tell what kind of year they have. And I think we're almost there's a lot of parallels there you know we we graduated from really good players we graduated some really good chemistry and yet you know i'm excited about this group's ability to to push forward and um you know i think i think the depth of our roster is definitely improving and you know i I know we all want to come out me and, and our players i think we all want to come out and show that we are continuing to take steps forward
0: that's one of the big things coach you're talking about depth it takes time you have a good first five, good first six, but then you start going to the bench and things don't work out. But all of a sudden, you get that depth built up, seven, eight, nine, ten deep. You keep rotating around, and come in the fourth quarter, you're as fresh as you were when the game started. And if the other team doesn't keep up, that might be the turning point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's right. I think that's your hope is that you get a whole bunch of people that can impact positively. And and uh, you know, I certainly know we're we're getting closer to that as a group. And. Um, you know, when I, when I look forward to what we have down the road, I think the, the other thing it allows you to do is late in the year, you know, you haven't kind of ridden some of your, your better players for 39 minutes a game for over the course of 30 games. Cause it does get, um, you know, college basketball is a very, very long season and it's the longest of anything. Anybody's got to go through. We get here, we start in August and we're not done until, until April, if you have a good year. And, um, You know, that can definitely wear you down, and hopefully your roster depth improves and improves, and, um, you know, suddenly you can, if your better players are playing, you know, 28 to 30, um, that adds up, you know, over time, that certainly adds up.
2: Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you here at the Union Pub and Grill on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are joined by Marshall Women's Basketball Coach Tony Kemper and Coach where do you expect the leadership to come from this year? Who are you expecting to step up, or who has stepped up?
1: Well, I think it, I think it starts with senior Kadeja Brooks. You know, I, I think she's done a really good job. We, we kind of have a core of four people that have that have played a lot, you know, in key moments, and that's Kadeja, who's a senior. Kristen Mayo from over at Grace, Kentucky. She's a, a junior, started a ton of games over her career. Taylor Pearson, who really came on a year ago as far as versatility and the things she does on both ends of the floor. And then we get we get our interior player, Ashley St. Jean, who had been starting um, over the court. I guess she's played now for, uh, she's got two years under her belt here and there a little bit more. And she's back and, and looks good. She's in great shape and she's moving again like she did when she first got here. So I think it starts with them. You know, Kia Sivils from, from uh, Louisville who was a freshman last year. She's really come on, um, as well, she, she's a great kid, very, very, uh, you know, she's glue is what she is. She just does everything you want her to do in terms of how hard she plays and all the little things. Boy, she gets them done for your team. And, um, you know, so I think it starts there, and, it, you know, that's certainly not the only ones. But that, that group right there, they, they went through the year with us last year. They were in there a lot when it mattered. And um, it is nice to have that kind of nucleus returning You know, and I I think they've done a good job of providing leadership, and hopefully they continue to improve that, you know, that they keep getting better at that.
2: Coach, uh, the preseason poll comes out a few weeks ago, and they've got the herd at 11, and it's a preseason poll. You don't put too much stock into it, but at the same time, I I thought 11 might have been just a little too low, so either – they're setting you up for Coach of the Year honors if uh, you can um, get up there towards the top, or uh, at least they're getting some added motivation to your squad. Uh, you know, how, how do you look at that? And um, you know, look at the league. You know, do you feel like you're the 11th best team out of 14?
1: Well, Coach D'Antoni had a great he had a great quote that at that at the conference tournament. I may need to grab his agent because I don't know if I get if I get a bonus if I'm the coach of the year either. But um, you know, I'm fine with where they picked us. I, I think I think you said it best. You know, you never know. Last year we were picked 13th and finished nowhere close to that. You know, so we're not going to spend a lot of time lamenting. Uh, we will use it for motivation. I'll tell you that. You know, but that also doesn't take you that far. You you got to you got to chip away and got to got to get a little bit better every day. And and uh, I think that when you look at, it's a little bit what I've already said. I, I think we lost some things on paper that maybe you look at it and you say that's going to be hard to replace. And I don't I don't disagree with that. And yet I think we've done a good job of replacing it, but we all have to show up and do the work that, that shows that we do have the, the horses here to get it done. So, um, it's, it is what it is. You know, I mean, I, there's a lot of really good teams in women's basketball in our league. Um, I believe it's probably about as strong as I think I can remember it. Um, you know, there's, uh, Rice is tremendous. Uh, middle Tennessee has, a Tennessee transfer that was all SEC. Um, FAU got a late transfer that was, that was I think honorable mention all SEC. So, it, you know, and I think they're picked right ahead of us. Eight, you know, eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there. So there's really good players all up and down this thing. And um, you know, your margin for error is not very big in basketball anyway. It'll come down to a lot of close games. Um, if we've got a little grit, and a little fight, um, we can probably we can probably make some noise again.
0: You mentioned players back, then you mentioned your recruiting class. What did it mean to land Savannah Wheeler? There's not too many people this side of the state you get Miss Kentucky basketball. I'm sure a lot of people yeah. wanted her. She came here, you had this madness night, and she's out there dropping threes like it was nothing. What did it mean to land her?
1: Well, I think it meant a lot. You know, I think most importantly, we've got a plan for Marshall wearing the green for four years. I mean, I guess – take away everything else as far as what is it what does it mean to land the next one I mean we, we get to watch her and coach her for four years and she can really play I mean she she can really go she's not the big she's not gonna be the biggest guard out there but um, I've watched her enough to know that it do, it usually doesn't matter you know and she's done a very good job of coming right in here and um, you, you know she's acclimated well. The offensive game in college. I, I think that uh, she was asked to do a lot at Boyd County, and for good reason. She got it done, and here she she's done a really good job of, you know, I think continuing to be aggressive for herself, but I think also understanding that she's got to go make plays for a whole bunch of different people. And I, you know, I've I've been impressed with her ability to do that, and how easy that transition has been to you know, running a team and, and setting other people up and then still having the ability to impact um, the game from her from her own perspective. You know, she's she's doing a nice job of figuring that out. So I, I'm I'm really, really high on her. She's gonna be she's gonna be pretty darn good and a lot of fun to watch.
2: Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you here on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. You're listening to the drive Head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper, joining us on the program. And, Coach, you've got coming up tomorrow an opponent that you, you saw a couple of years ago in Kentucky Christian. Last time you saw him, you won 111-38. to 38. I'm not expecting that outcome again. I mean, I, I think you can score over 100. Uh, I just think this is probably a better team coming in here than a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, they actually have. I think uh, they've done a nice job that, she is doing a very good job of building her program they they're pretty offensively talented you know they they uh they made 15 threes in their first game out and if you can make 15 threes you can shoot and um they, they made them on 44 attempts i think that'll probably be a formula that they will try here again which is um you know let it fly and they've got a whole bunch of basically if they come in there for the most part they can shoot it and uh you know that'll that'll stress us we've got a Got to do a good job of guarding the ball by ourselves without requiring a lot of help and rotations and things like that. But, um, you know, it's definitely going to be a good chance for us to play at home, get get the thing started. And, uh, no you know, for the most part, I hope you see a team that comes out and competes as, as hard and as passionate as I think we were at the end of the year. And, um, you know, it's certainly exciting to get it going at home this year.
2: Coach, uh, good luck tomorrow. We, uh, we hope uh, you can get 111 points. Maybe 112. <laughs> well, 115. Yeah, we'll you, know, you know, our, that'll
1: be fine. Yeah. We'll see how good our offensive coordinator is, right? But
2: Exactly. Uh, we got.
1: We, you know, we've, we've got two games this week at home. So, uh, Tuesday night, if you don't get a chance to come out and see us, uh, we follow up with a Saturday home game against Norfolk State. So, uh, we go Tuesday at 6 o'clock tomorrow night, and then Saturday afternoon at 1. Uh, we'd love to have you in there. Uh, I think the herd is off this weekend with football, so – uh, to get a chance to slide in there and watch it play, we'd, we'd certainly enjoy having you in the, in the Henderson Center.
2: Well, Coach, since you got two games this week, probably going to have you back here in a couple of days. But uh, good luck tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, for everyone who uh, wants to uh, go out tomorrow, it's a 6 o'clock tip at the Henderson Center. Marshall taking on Kentucky Christian. Coach, good talking to you again. Looking forward to it next time. And good luck tomorrow.
1: Uh, right on. Thanks, Paul.
2: That is head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you here at the Union Pub and Grill. When we continue, we're going to hear from players, Dave, uh, talking about the off week. That's right. The off week is the story. You know why? Because we've already been through it once and didn't like how it (laughs) went last time. did not turn out very well. No, so we're going to see how it turns out this time, and it's all started probably a couple days ago, and we'll talk about that with the players when we continue. On today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN
2: 94.1
1: FM and AM 930.
2: We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. We expect everyone to be here every Monday with us here at mm-hmm. the Union Pub and Grill to take advantage of the Monday special. $2 call shots, $1.50 domestic bottles every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. A little bit later on, we're going to give you that opportunity to win a couple of tickets to go see next week at the Big Sandy Superstore Arena. Chris Young, so I hope you were paying attention to the top of the hour. Yep. If not, you'll find out how you can win <laughs> tickets tomorrow, but that's coming up a little bit later on. But right now, Dave, we had a chance earlier this afternoon to talk to the players. Yep. So getting ready for the off week. Last time they had an the off week. Did not go well. Did not go well. This week, hopefully, it's going to be a little bit different, and uh, that was one of the things I asked today when I was talking to the players. First up is Brendan Knox, and uh, that was what I asked him. It's like, what are you doing different this week, or what are you doing the same during the off week?
3: Uh, Just kind of get away from some of the things, I guess, we try to do with the first bye week and just focus on a little um, different things, I guess, that, you know, you usually wouldn't focus on, like maybe just, you know, picking out little things differently from, like, film for that coming team or, um, you know, little tendencies you do, you know, in your daily routine. And really it's all about us, like you personally, you know, during this bye week and just improving, you know, individually, I guess.
2: They're going at it a little different.
0: A little than they differently, did. Uh, they got a couple break, days of breaking and then they get back to the to the work. And uh, like you mentioned against Cincinnati, don't know what it was, but it didn't work. And I'm sure they're going to have a few things different this time around. Little things, little is it, things.
2: Isaiah Green also aware of the off week last time didn't go the way they heard, and uh, he's going to be doing a few things differently than he did last time. Here's what Isaiah Green is going to be working on during the off week.
3: I just want to look at the film from last week and, you know, try to focus on all the things that I can get better at. You know, you always got to be able to self-scout yourself after a win or a loss. So, you know, it's always things you can get better at. You know, after watching the film, it's a couple things I can get better at and still work on to be even more efficient. You know what I'm saying? So that's the biggest thing, you know, and watching a lot of film to make sure you know what the defense is trying to do to you so you can, you know, counter.
0: Exactly because the first quarter the other day, first half what is like 12 or 13 for 29 29 yards in the second half they kind of 3-0 they won it but didn't have quite the production. I don't know what they were doing if they just wanted to get on the plane and get home whatever. And I'm saying I'm sure he's working on how can we keep it going second half, third quarter fourth quarter keep it going uh, and get some more points because uh, taking the second I won't say they took it off, they did enough to win. That's that's what at that time of year you're playing a team that hadn't won a game yet. You get a W, you get on the plane, and you get home.
2: Now, carry on morell is going into this game, and he agrees that the, there needs to be a little bit more focus, and that's something he brings up when we talk to him.
3: I feel like we'll take the same approach. Uh, I feel like the the first bout, we, we kind of like got relaxed. So I feel like this, week we just got to make emphasis on like, we can't relax. Like, uh, I mean, we got everything that we said we wanted to do preseason. Like, we got, I mean, that's still in front of us, so, like, we just gotta make sure this week we don't lose focus. I feel like the first by we we kinda lost focus. Look that way.
0: Cincinnati didn't look that way and then when you get six hundred yards and thirteen points and then and you mentioned Nader's getting restless. They got it back they get things straightened out and uh, stay sharp now. I mean and build. Yeah. Isaiah's got things he wanna do, Brendan Knox has things he wanna do, Carry on has things he want to do, add it all up. MAKE IT TOUGH FOR LAW TECH WHEN THEY GET HERE.
2: THEN WHEN WE TALKED TO KOBE Cumberlander AND HE WAS uh, NOWHERE IN THE VICINITY WHEN uh, Morrell WAS TALKING TO US, AND HE BROUGHT UP THE VERY SAME THING. You know, HE THINKS THAT THIS TEAM ALSO uh, DIDN'T HAVE AS MUCH FOCUS LAST WEEK OR DURING THE LAST OFF WEEK.
3: Uh, HONESTLY, LIKE, THE FIRST BYE WEEK WE HAD, WHEN WE PLAYED OR BEFORE WE PLAYED um, CINCINNATI, YOU KNOW, I GUESS WE DIDN'T REALLY HAVE THAT FOCUS LIKE WE WERE SUPPOSED TO, BUT uh, GOING TO THIS, um, I feel like we have time to heal you know, people that are banged up, but also like gives us more time to take mental reps and also like think about like who we got next because it's the most important game, but not to mention the fact even though it's the most important game, it's also a game that we have to honor the 75. So that's why I feel like this is going to be too hard advantage right
2: here. You mentioned that, um, what does that mean to you?
0: That's going to be brought up quite a bit. When that, as time goes on, they're going to bring up that 75 anniversary again. And a lot of times the opponent, that's not a good time to come here, regardless of who you are, Law Tech, anybody. That's not a good game. Marshall's got a pretty good record on the anniversary
2: game. And that was my follow-up question. He brought that up. That yeah. wasn't something we brought up. So my question to him after was, what does that mean when he brings up that 75 game? And here's what his response.
3: Um, it means a lot because, you know, it brings us closer together <laughs> as a team because we know we're playing for something bigger than just that game. We're playing for those. That passer in that crash, so it just means a lot more. Yes,
0: because as, when they first get here, if you're a freshman, Doc lets you know those people up on the cemetery on the hill, the 75 we lost. They they know about it as soon as they get here, if they don't already, and they won't. They'll hear it till the end, and this week they'll hear it even more, and they'll get the hats with the 75, their shirts, and it's going to be crazy this week. Now finally, game week.
2: Yeah, it will be. Now finally with Kobe, uh, we had a good time talking to him today. Um, he was asked a question. Is, is there a point in this week where you're just ready to go? You're just amped up, ready to go. You want to go out there and do something, play, instead of just waiting to get back at it because they've got a pretty good routine going yeah. right now. So what what's it feel like? Are you ready? Or are you just going to be antsy here in the middle of the week? And here's Kobe's response.
3: I would say, um, well, we got practice on Wednesday. You know, this that time will, will give us to the point where, like, oh, we got to realize, like, oh, we got a big game next week. You know, this is – where we have to physically get everything out, like what we have to do, bang each other up a little bit, you know, cause you gotta get ourselves ready for the game. So I feel like this is the most important thing we gotta do this week is just focus on little things, you know, fix a couple of things that we messed up on from last game and be prepared for the next game. Because like, like I said before, um, the last time we had a bye week, went to a game, struggled, but now we're going to this bye game, bye game. By uh, My bad, by week, we, we learned that from that game, this is a time where we're playing another good team. We're going to be well prepared because of our training and the way we're coached.
0: Not, I don't think they have to refocus, they're going to stay focused. I mean, a couple of guys mentioned they, whatever, lost focus, whatever. Uh, you learn by example, habit, whatever, and it didn't work the last time, so they're going to, Wish they were playing Saturday because it got mugged, but they're going to be focused when the La tech gets here. The build up, they'll have a chance to get all the people healthy, and uh, they'll be ready to roll.
2: This is almost like the build up, the homecoming, the yeah. almost like the build up, the Western Kentucky, where that's a rivalry game, whether they want to admit it or not. And some of them did. Some of them, they were new to that experience, and uh, we know better. That's right. a rivalry game. Yeah, this one, it doesn't matter the opponent because uh, it's the significance of the time of year. And you know, Doc, a few years ago, he told those kids, look, you put that 75 on, you better win. Right. And I mean, he even threatened that these kids would walk home one uh, <laughs> one game. Remember, it was a road game. And yeah. He, the, I think he threatened, hey, look, they yeah. better win or they're walking home. That's right.
0: And, you know, and when they have the ceremony on that on the day, Doc gets a little emotional at times when he's called up to, to say, put his two cents in. He gets a little emotional because he's from the state. He knows what's going on. He knows what's happened and how they bounce bounced back. And, uh. This team right now, is the way I look at it, is the next edition of what we put together from back in 71 when we started. They're the next edition, and right now things are going well, which makes me kind of feel kind of good, although I'm not supposed to say that.
2: All right, Dave, when we come back from break, um, we're going to find out if you've been paying attention. That's <laughs> right, because uh, earlier this morning um, I got the word that I've got Chris Young tickets to give away. <laughs> so uh, here's the deal. If you were paying attention earlier at the uh, start of the show, you found out who my underdog was today. If yep. you were paying attention, you call now. You be caller number nine with the correct answer. I need to know if you were paying attention. Who's the underdog of the day? You are caller 9 at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Caller 9 with the correct answer wins two tickets to go see Chris Young at the Big Sandy Superstore Arena on Saturday, November 16th. Caller 9 now with the correct answer wins right here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: To the drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
2: Paul Swan and Dave Walsh one more time here at the Union pop and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. And Dave, who's my underdog of the day? I know who it is. Has it been answered yet? Football? The Giants? Go ahead. give The it. Giants. Go ahead. New York Giants, underdog of the day. Guess what? Remember that? Sandra was paying attention, and there we go. she won two tickets to go see Chris Young at the Big Sandy Superstore Arena on November 16th. If you missed out your opportunity, you can call in tomorrow if you're paying attention. attention. I'll have a new underdog of the day tomorrow, top of the show, and then – We will see if you're paying attention, and I'll have another pair of tickets to give you to go see Chris Young at the Big Sandy Superstore Arena. So, uh, underdog of the day goes to the New York Giants. I'm just going to go ahead and cheat right now. One day it will be the Bengals. (laughs) They'll be an underdog. Sooner than later? Sooner than later. Well. Well, the show's next week, so they're going to be one day. I don't know what they, day I'm going to throw it in there. You've got the
0: team in there that uh, just knocked off the Patriots last night coming in Sunday, so uh, who knows?
2: Hey, that's a, that's, that might be foreshadowing an underdog <laughs> of the day. Yeah, I'm not saying what day, but that might be happening. Uh, I'll tell you one team that's not an underdog right now, and that's the Marshall men's soccer team.
0: Yes, yesterday, 2,000-plus, second-half goal, 1-0 they win, and uh, it was unbelievable. The crowd, pandemonium, uh, senior day, Uh the goalkeeper, Mr. Pita, made some unbelievable saves, and then they got the ball through, they got the goal, and they held UK off the board, and they won.
2: Well, guess what? Because they won and some other good stuff they've been yes. doing, uh, we have got another sweep of the Player of the Week honors in soccer. Guess what? Paulo Pita, yeah. red-shirt freshman, Milo Yosef honored again. They both got Player of the Week honors.
0: That's getting to be... Uh Second nature to these guys. Yosef uh, was fun to watch yesterday, my first time. He can flat run and, uh, and just like hockey and, and, and soccer. Mr. Peter, it's hard to get the ball past him into the net. He is very, very tough to do.
2: We're not done with Player of the Week owners. We, we got, got more? more? We got more, Dave. All right. All who right. Else? It's been a good week for the Thundering Herd. Marshall Volleyball senior Amber Weber named conference USA defensive player of the week. Yes. So
0: she's uh, done a good job this year.
2: Yeah, Ari Agnes getting some uh, some love and attention for her squad.
0: Yes, and uh, quick uh, Scott was talking yesterday thanks to that 3-0 sweep he was able to get through the soccer or get through with the volleyball, then get up to do the soccer. He was a busy; they were busy yesterday over there.
2: Well, I joked around with Ari. I said, "Hey, are you going to go ahead and just knock this team out real quick <laughs> so everybody can get over to uh, soccer for Kevin Long's squad?" And uh, she's like, "Absolutely, we are." Yes. And then she goes she out did. and
0: does it. She did. She's done a good job.
2: I'll say this: uh, I don't expect Dan D'Antoni to dress up as Big Bird the way she did. <laughs> D- no,
0: he does a lot of things. That one, I don't think will happen. You see
2: the photos of her? No. I want to, though. Okay, they're on the Twitter account, on the volleyball Twitter account. So, Coach Agnes dresses up as Big Bird, and um, the squad dresses up in different costumes. Um, Taylor Strickland was Cookie Monster. You know, <laughs> well, she I, was a safe trick or treat, and I didn't get any cookies. I know. What the heck is going on, going on here? I don't
0: know what's going on here. we do something wrong?
2: Well, you weren't there. You wouldn't have got any yeah. cookies. But then again, you know, the Cookie Monster didn't bring me any cookies. Uh, Big Bird um, – Handing out candy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Elmo has any treats, but that was Jake (laughs) Agnes. Yeah. Yeah. And so they all had like a Sesame Street theme going, and some of the players were dressing up as uh, different, and they practiced in those Halloween costumes. And then they came down to our safe trick-or-treat, which was, by the way, phenomenal. We didn't talk about that much. Um, Another huge success for safe trick-or-treat. We had to take it indoors because uh, safe trick-or-treat was rescheduled in Huntington and Campbell County because of the weather, the incoming yes. weather, and we had a huge turnout for that. So a big event coming up. Yeah,
0: out. yeah. and I was at one at the mall last week with the uh, grandchildren, too, on my son's side. The place was packed. The place was packed.
2: I didn't and I'm see sure you. Yours,
0: I didn't see you come in. And I'm sure yours went well, too.
2: Yeah, I didn't see you come in and, and try to uh, steal some candy no, from us. No, I was waiting. I was ready for you. Dave. I had two bags full,
0: and that, that way you could carry it over and give it out. Saturday on the reschedule. You're not one of recycle those recycle it.
2: Yeah, you're not one of those parents <laughs> that come in. You've got like a, a a baby, and then you go ahead and take all the baby's candy because we know <laughs> we know the baby's not going to eat the gumballs. You're yeah. not that kind of a,
0: a parent. Yeah, you're strolling the grandchildren down in, to the stops, and uh, they're both sound asleep, and you're going, they, how can they reach? And you hold the bag over, and they load it up. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. First time to do it with those two. We did it. We haven't done it yet with the other one because he's not around. He's in Ohio, up near Cleveland, so one day we'll make it up there. But he did go. He was in the Paw Patrol. These two were dressed up as Superman and Wonder Woman, and it went well. So
2: trick-or-treat was fun, and, of course, uh, I know um, the – Halloween costume party was yes. uh, was rolling down here at the <laughs> Union Pub and Grill, and <laughs> yeah. uh, I missed that on that, um, but I can imagine what that was like. So that'd yeah. be fun. And uh, hey, before we wrap up the show today, uh, I want to give a big shout out. You don't know this, we got another Player of the Week award. More? Oh yeah, Who else? Uh, m- my girl Julie Reeves over on uh, 93.7 okay. The Dog, the Daily Independence two thousand nineteen Readers' Choice Award for Best Radio Personality. Going to my girl, 93.7. The dog's very right. on Julie. Keep Reeves. it in house. Keep
0: it in house. How about
2: that? Yes. She's also over on Big Buck Country, 101.5. So you congratulations can congratulations to yeah. her.
0: You and her now award winners. Oh, we we've won some awards. Yeah, we won some awards. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean, there's a lot of yeah. I mean, both sides still, of the coin. Competition. I still haven't got my
2: Nashville recording contract the way she did. But no, that's coming. You think so? You well, think that's really you get coming? To, after you
0: get something named after you here. Oh,
2: yeah, that's Baby steps that's first. the goal. By the way, uh, I am hoping that Herb one day will put a menu item with my name on it. I get to choose <laughs> the item, though. Yeah. I don't know. Those, uh, it can't be the cheese curds. can't be the cheese curds. No. By the way, if you haven't ordered the cheese curds yet when you get down here, order the cheese curds.
0: You just got an extra batch in or something. Yeah, they were trying to tempt me
2: with them, and I'm looking at them like, <laughs> no, no, man. I uh, Look, I uh, that'll last me a week. Yeah, and the last time you had to take – Three fourths of them home. I had to take it home. Yeah. That's how much you get in those <laughs> cheese curds here. But uh, yeah, uh, I think the sandwich of the day we were promoting is the, the Keith Morehouse. There you go. Hall just, of Famer Keith Morehouse. Yes, the Keith Morehouse sandwich. Yes. Um, so we have to get one for you, the Paul Swan something. We have to get something here. You know, uh, we need a Mark Martin salad in here too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get a Mark Martin salad. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. This is Union. There's no <laughs> salad coming up here in yeah. the Union. Uh, we'll come up with something for, uh, for him. Yeah. Uh, there's, why isn't there a Steve Cotton sandwich? I know he's been here a long time. Yeah, really. I mean, Steve Cotton sandwich here. Yeah,
0: because I'm. You talk about Twitter. Every now and then, you, well, not every now yeah. and then. He's he's a busy man, and he comes up with some stuff that's really interesting that uh, his research finds.
2: Okay, in order of uh, we need to get the Mark Martin a sandwich here.
0: And you, not yeah. necessarily in that
2: order. You know, no. Let's get uh, let's get the voice a sandwich first. Okay. I mean, he's the voice, right? Get him the sandwich, and then um, you know I'll, I'll I'll take something afterwards. Yeah. Um, you know what? Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll talk um, Herb into maybe uh, knocking out Pennington. Let me have uh, the chicken farm <laughs> There you go. Let me let me have that. Yes, we'll, we'll work on. He'll it. He'll never know. No, uh, every day here, every Monday yeah. here. Again, I'm trying to run Herbie out of business here if he does it every day. <laughs> every Monday here, $2 call shots, $1.50 domestic bottles here at the Union Pump and Grill. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, wherever you get your podcast is where you can get The Drive. Just search The Drive with Paul Swan. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star rating. Subscribe, download the show. I'd appreciate all that. For Gabriel Sellers back in the studio, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in to The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.